Pirates A to Z. And we're here for our seventh installment, episode seven, and we're still on Midazoland. And today we're going to do one or two, we're not sure yet, but we're going to start off with that track, Midazoland, which starts off the album. And it's Bob doesn't seem to remember much about it, but I, I have a lot of uh, stuff to say about it because it was kind of a, I think it kind of set the tone for us to get experimental. I really, because really, if you remember the, the, the band tracks that were a series of jams, it was like they were just jamming mm-hmm. over, you know, Nick's poetry. And there were several, there was just a, bu- a few right. takes of it. You know, it was, it was kind of like they were all playing together. I, I'm pretty sure. Cause it was, it was like a live drums. It was Steve Alexander. He played great. And there's all this stuff. And basically, um, we were listening to it and I'm like, well, what, you know, how do we approach this? And, um, this was the first track where I really, I sampled everything. Every single thing on that track is, is me sampling it and looping it. So we started off with the drums and we found, uh, some bits of Steve. And, um, I remember we looped like a, a couple of different sections of Steve mm-hmm. and then we just started like doing like we did on the, on the board. Like you said, when you like playing the, the console, like putting up everything on, Sort of like with, with TV Mania, where yeah. we just were making exactly. So we did of lots stuff. of uh, cuts and stuff like that. And I remember, um, you know, there was all these different drum loops, and uh, then there was the sitar stuff, and then you know, there was you know Warren stuff, and it was it was just a, a, a convoluted um, cut up thing. But at the time, that was sort of like um, the first Ajax Rayovac um, CD demos of Saturn. I think Nick was really into that. And this was sort of his foray into performance art. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, yeah, I think it was directly influenced by that. Right. Right. My, my first solo record. And it was really fun for me to hear Nick reciting poetry and everything. It was like a big thrill. So we, um, I, I knew Nick knew, yeah. knew your solo record. The, 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 uh, uh, which, yeah, which no, surprised he was, me. He was a fan, and that was like the the very beginning of us getting involved with them was them liking that weird poetry stuff. I remember seeing them at the Roseland Ball, ball uh, Ballroom one time, and the, a good sound setup mm-hmm. da, 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 started their set. They actually did that little intro bit, <laughs> you know, which I don't know wow. if they did it more than once, but they did it for me that night. It was really cool. Um, yeah, it was super fun <laughs> sitting in the that. VIP section. I forget what I was drinking. Those are the days. Um, so anyway, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about with the track. That's why I thought we would do, um, you know, uh, more than one today, but there, there is some stuff like I, I, I don't remember. I know we, so you said that, uh, that we mixed that in Boston. Sure. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah, drawing a we, blank on it. Was this, at what point were we in the process of doing the record? Remember, that, we did that. that part I don't remember. I just remember, like... And you know what I think it was? I think they just gave us Medazzaland with the track, and we were just tripping. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we completely reinvented <laughs> that one and put it all on a grid, like the old-fashioned way, with, with a Kai sampler yeah. loops and stuff. And then right, you did some right. outrageous treatments on mm-hmm. um, the vocals, and I know we got heavily into the Roland sound space on um, his, his voice. But, and the reason I know that... Yeah. That would be the yeah. perfect track well, for that. Well, the reason it's I know that is one time, years later, maybe a year or two later, I got a call from Nick, and he was t- telling me, hey, Anthony, uh, Anthony, he calls, calls me, um, I was on a mono radio station in Scotland, and we we, we played the track, uh, Medazalan, and it was an instrumental in mono. There was no poetry. 
you know? And I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was really an, a good sport about it. And he could have been angry, but he, he kind of just chuckled. Listen, I don't, I don't think I mixed that experimental track for using no, the it, mono it, radio station. Definitely not, Scotland. because you, as we knew, um, the Roland Sound Space had these, uh, uh, some... Yeah, dis, yeah. disappear yeah. effect. So, <laughs> um, well, the thing is, I wouldn't use that on something if it was going to be on the yeah. radio or a single yeah. for certain. You know, it, it makes appearances, but... And that that song, I would never have thought of it as a single. Neither would I have thought of somebody I, playing it. I know, in mono I know, but that's what happened. And um, it was it was an instrumental. So that, I thought that was kind of an interesting point to make. Um, I, I, we must have rented Phil's uh, unit to do that in Boston. Yeah, yeah. We it's did a it in really Boston, wild track. I, I I remember um, some of the things. I remember adding, going through sample libraries. Sound Techniques had all these film and TV sample libraries, and I I, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the poem, the poetry, actually we should listen to it cause then I can, it'll jar a few other memories and I want to talk about it. So let, let's, yeah, let's play it heard, and then we'll, we'll come back to it. Time. Play it. Oh, Medazzaland. Medazzaland.
very cool. There's a very good tomorrow never knows thing, and that I never really noticed. Yeah, I mean that's now. sort of the vibe we were going for. There's all those backwards symbol things that I, I looped in the Akai with the filters. And right. You could, I remember you could play with the the filters and like with Sysex make them open and close. I mean there were so many things going on, but and Nick had brilliant right. stuff. And, and I remember now because we, we it was we had it all yeah. grouped on the console, so we could turn things on and off, and we just invented yeah. an arrangement and, um, for there's, it. There's there were some really great. Who read the Who read um, the that's, lyrics? That's Nick. Yeah, was that Nick? Yeah, wonderful. And the the whole thing uh, brought a picture thought, of yeah. it, to me in in my mind. I don't even know if it's correct, or, but I, I I pictured like Nick being captured by some kind of weird, strange tribe, like from another planet or whatever. And and at the end, they they they've got him at at the stake, and they're gonna like burn him or whatever. So they had, <laughs> I had pictures, I had <laughs> samples of big flames. If you listen carefully, there's a few spots in the songs where you hear this. <laughs> There's like it's actually like the sound of flames. I just heard it, and there's some there's a you know there's a right. lot of stuff right. in there that you don't really notice, but it's it, it creates this crazy um, atmosphere and picture. I mean, there's this was the this was the yes, first track in the album, album, wasn't it? Yeah. So okay. so yeah, there's right. I mean Warren's got some um, great guitars on there, and I think there might have been a real oboe on there. I don't know if that's oboe or if it's a sample. Nick had some brilliant. Nick and Tinley had some brilliant uh, sounds in there um, that that, mm -hmm. that we've you know chopped mm -hmm. up and looped. And I, I added like the, the sitar and the, and then the mellotron. I remember doing the mellotron flutes was um, I was I had that Mike Pinderton. Uh, Mike Pinder, yeah, he was in the Moody Blues. He, I had a great Akai DVD. Right. So at this point, I had moved up to an Akai. Right. Or I'd rented an Akai with a DVD player because that, that's the only way I would have had that those samples. Right, right. And it's a it's a great um, Mellotron flute for the breakdown, and it kind of creates it almost like a different tonality there at that point. And then over the end, we've mm -hmm. got the sitar creating that almost like another chord progression at the end, like with the ostinato and the. Right. So yeah, it, it was right. really a, a, I, I just loved hearing it just now. It was really fun to re revisit. I haven't listened to it in a very long time. I totally, I totally forgot, totally forgot about the track. I yeah. forgot to even open the album about that. It's it's a wild you know? one, but um, I'm trying to think if there's any other details we can talk about. Um, but that, for the most part, that's kind of the the gist of it, you know. But yeah. uh, into yeah. Medazzaland. You know what yeah, Medazzaland is, um, right? Some something to do with Simon. It's a psychotropic yeah, but, drug. Well, it's well, drug. Simon was at the dentist, and they gave him some kind of thing, like to mm -hmm. to you know knock him out or whatever for the procedure and the mispronunciation right. of it right. was midazolam it was actually malaprazam or some something so that yeah that's how it happened <laughs> really yeah, yeah okay so it's like a mis yeah. uh, a, a misinterpreted pronunciation of a, a drug that a dentist might give you so that's where it all came from of a drug right so yeah right. we can we i think we can squeeze out another one in this podcast i have another one prepared if we make make it we make it a yeah, double. We can do another um, one. This one, then yeah. the, the other song yeah. that we have up here is um, "Who Do You Think You Are," sure. which uh, I don't remember much of, other than cutting the drums mm -hmm. in Chelmsford, which I remember very vividly. You were there. I yeah. remember. I remember yeah. where we mixed. Oh, yeah, it. so we'll we'll go down that path. Let's listen to that one, and then we'll just go from there. It's a two for three for power half hour rock block party weekend. Double shot. Dollar shots. I'm giving you the news. Your domination's through. You gave the 
on this one uh, other than recording the drums in Chelmsford. So it's it's okay. such your way back machine. You know, because uh, cuz um I had a question listening to it. Did we recut the bass in London? Like did Warren play it or something? I I'm, I'm that's the part that I wasn't remembering cuz I don't think the no, song no, had drums. No, I I I made a chart did it. and uh cuz there, there's a lot of kicks and stuff and that's not like me to be able to remember that much. So I remember I still have the chart actually. Right, I've posted right. it on Instagram. Um it's a cool little, I should frame it. I mean, I, I remember recording this. That, that's that got that great sound in that room up at Bopnik where everything sounded yep. like Zeppelin IV. And, uh, and uh, that was playing your yeah, noble and cool Yeah, because it's a piccolo snare. And we rented some right, preamps. I, we had a couple of the Gefell microphones as okay. ambient mics. Okay. I remember this. We rented them from Metropolis. 
the metropolis okay. in Boston, that is. And of course, I'm that my yep. Ramsa console. And, and I remember we did not t- t- um, passes to ADATs because we did multiple takes. Yeah, and it was recorded ADATs. on ADAT. Yeah, we and I actually I still have the ADATs no in way. my closet. That's cool. That that's I'm not cool. kidding. I'm not that's kidding. really cool. And it's it's one of the few songs that we mixed on the Neve upstairs at Metropolis. Um, I, I remember. Do you notice a difference in the sound? And uh, um, I noticed that there's ADATs <laughs> involved, but but you know we they, we they do the best cool. we can. And I think we. You know, it's uh, I love that track. It's to me, it's one of my favorite drum tracks you. you played on. It was, you know? it was, it's well, very it was, manly. I mean, it's the piccolo snare is, is not super manly, but it seems to cut through in a good way. It's a maple classic. The Noble and Cooley has a, a thing, you know. Um, piccolos were in style, right. remember that? The right. spin doctors, stuff like that. Everybody was using piccolo, yeah. It, it, it doesn't come off okay. really piccolo esque oh, to me because you know, it's yeah, not my no. favorite sound, and uh, um. But and it was it was fun mixing that song. It was something that just came together. I remember putting the tracks up and just smiling because you know there's something to creating yeah. something yourself, especially when you know when you're you're working with not a lot of tech. It's not like you know we had a Neve and you know we, we were over in the room yeah. at Ocean Way or something like that. You know we were we were you know we were in your yeah. in your space. That was fun. You know? And it's different from being in a studio. And you know, most of my life, that's what I've been doing is working yeah. in people's houses, and and making it work. And I think I the do truck too. It's a, I, Warren's guitars are just brilliant on it. There's there's layers of of yeah. heavy yeah. and clean and chorused, and, and we did some Leslie. Um, and the, uh, the the call and answer and the verses, Warren too. When he's saying it's not a question in my I mind, think that so. sort yeah, of thing. Then, they, 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 I think so. I think so. I. I I think you're right. Right, um, right. There was some Leslie vo- running the vocals through Leslie. I could hear that we you we must have hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was some of Leslie that. cabinet. And yeah. Did we mix? Uh, yeah, upstairs at Metropolis. That's right. So, so would you? I uh, did. We used yeah. to rent uh, yeah. Leslie cabinet, and you would just have it in the other room and bring it up on an augs. Is that? Yeah, we just had stuff set up all the time. I remember when we were doing um, we were doing thank you. Their accountant called and asked us all sorts of questions. She said. Uh, do you guys have a SVT cabinet <laughs> there? I said, yeah. And a, and an and an app? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, and it says here you have a Leslie cab and some symbols? <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't you mixing? <laughs> sort of. That's right. I remember that. The, the two word answers. I know you love the two word answers so much. <laughs> Meaning? Meaning. Answer <laughs> you, you always As you, in. You answer a question with a question. Um you're so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday afternoon yeah. snark. <laughs> but um, that was... That... Um, and I think that was around the same time. We were up in that room for... I, I don't know why we couldn't get in the room downstairs, which was our favorite room, and that's still one of my favorite rooms. And I think what happened was somebody else was in it or something, and because we did the remix of um, Gotta Get You Out of My Mind upstairs around the same time. Okay, so, you know, yeah. That... Mm, that that room that was that was the scene of you know I, I think I got dumped and I was sitting there drinking vodka uh, on the over That's when you were breaking, of the rack was breaking up. And, yeah, and 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 I think I think somebody walked in and they said, "How are you?" Doing? Ooh, I was just sitting there looking miserable. <laughs> well, it sounds great. You you you. It was up in that occasion. room. I remember that. It's also, by the way, the location of when we listened to my grandmother's answering machine message. Really. 
No, I remember. Simon wanted oh. to keep it. The one where, you know, uh, I missed her birthday. That's right. And she's like, Bobby, you're a changed boy and I don't like it. And I'm sitting there I'm miserable. I'm 3,000 miles away from home and like. That's uh, right. You got, you got people <laughs> back here that, that love you. Um, that was the room where we did the remix too. That was where, you know, I left, the, I left to make a phone call and I came back and it was yeah. a disco party. It was in that room. <laughs> and I had to learn how to ro- operate an SSL. <laughs> <laughs> for an hour or two. <laughs> uh, you, you had a car. Yeah, it was yeah. no problem. It's all good. And then we, that, yeah, that, 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 what episode was that? People can go back to that one. That was a pretty funny one. Out of, out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That was out of my mind. I think that's, those are the only, I think that, those are the only songs we mixed in that Neve upstairs and the, and the, uh, the, the V5. That's what was so up One thing room. I didn't mention on Medazzalin was that was definitely John playing bass because he does those really cool disco octaves and stuff. And I really liked his right. bass playing on that right. track. Um, and when, he, uh, when John came to Boston, what did we record? Well, Ted recorded him in the next room. Um, he, they did a bunch of things. Right. I know they did like Michael. They did, um, uh, they did a bunch of songs. And I'm not sure which ones we... This is where I got... I actually... Somebody corrected me on Electric Barbarella... I said that that was John, and somebody online um, chastised me for getting it wrong. They said that was not John. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, we're not 100% correct here. We should do a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know. I mean, it was 25 years ago, you know, and, and we were drinking. So, um, you know, so I was wrong on that one. But, I, I you know, I definitely remember... Um, did you find who did play I have bass no idea but just somebody online sent me a bunch of messages saying that's not John blah 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 I'm saying oh, I'm so I'm really sorry I thought it was so maybe it was Warren well we didn't actually record yeah. well, it people. well that that song was a hybrid <laughs> of different stuff I mean there there may have been synth bass and there may have been both of those guys on there there's you know they, these yeah they were they were put together as like a pastiche all these songs there was like a quilt you know it's like that's definitely a hybrid. That isn't. That isn't just just um, live yeah, bass. I yeah. know that. So yeah, you I know. mean, there was there was Nick's uh, System One uh, One Hundred on there. I mean, this, you know, Tinley t- did some amazing right, uh, right. you know synth bass sounds and stuff. I mean, it's, just, you know, it's very complicated to remember the details. It's too bad we didn't have the the track yeah. sheets. That would yeah. have been really wonderful if we had had the track sheets for this. You know, did anything ever come yeah. with track you know, sheets? No, we, I think we, we made them. I remember. I have one out, but, somewhere. You know. um, uh, but it, I think it's Blondie from the Hit Factory. It wasn't uh, Metazalan. Right. I mean, it's too bad we didn't take I pictures. Know, you know, we, we take I mean, pictures back of then everything we, <laughs> I don't have a single picture. I got yeah, two I pictures think, of I think us. Yeah, in I have two or three. That's it. And now we would have, if it was today, we would have had like 40,000. <laughs> Yeah, every every like every fifteen minutes would have been documenting something. Oh, wait a minute, we're ordering lunch. <laughs> let's get a picture of Jim telling us what's for yeah, lunch. Let's get a picture of our lunch. Yeah, that I'll have that. You went Robert McDonald. Wonderful memories. The poet's blouse with the ketchup all over it. Jem Jem was the chef at Metropolis. That's a, and he that's had this really about. interesting accent that was kind of like Welsh mixed with it, yeah, it was Welsh Cockney. It was super yeah. hard to understand him, and he was he was missing yeah. like four he was teeth. super cool. Though. He used to make us bangers and mash. You know, <laughs> he was a stuff. good cook. He made us bangers, and all mash. that good stuff. <laughs> yes. Let's see. Is there anything else on this one? Let's jar our memories one more time. I think um, we're kind of getting to a close on these two songs. I I, I don't have much more on this one. Uh, anything about the vocal treatments on this? Um, there's some really cool sounds. 
No, that was, you know, the, uh, I remember doing a weird effect yeah. on Warren's voice, and that's it. The rest of it was yep. pretty straight ahead. Great you know? singing. It was, the singing you know, is amazing on this. Yeah. yeah. That's a great track. I'm still, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, the song had to exist in another form before yeah. you played drums on it, but this one I'm totally drawing a blank on. Some of the other ones I can remember hearing them, and then yeah. we started working on them. That song, I don't remember. I do remember just recording yeah. the drums at your place. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was it a was good really, time. Uh, yeah. It's one of Simon's, uh, yep. It was winter, wasn't it? I it loved, um, yeah. that's one of Simon's, my, some, one of my favorite vocals on the album. He's just such a great singer. It's just, uh, such good form yeah. yeah it's a great track it is so that will kind of wrap up our uh uh seventh podcast which is uh seven seven, seven and, and eight, eight and one so and i think one, the yes. only two tracks that we haven't really gone into are going to be uh michael and oh big bang generation and be my icon so we got those three i don't know maybe we'll go into some collective soul stuff or do an, or keep things going with thank you i don't know we'll, we'll keep it going you know people are enjoying it it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.